found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Tuesday, the 24th day of May. Here we are, ready for another day. Yes, indeed. Good to see you, Matthew. Feeling good on a Tuesday. Look at us go. Nice, brisk start to the day. That's right. 48 right now. This is the way it should have been the last, uh, you know, yesterday and today. Should have been like that the last three or so weeks, you know. Shouldn't have used any air. Didn't need your heat. And um, but no, no it, uh, here we are. But at least we've got a couple of days where it kind of should be, and then we're going to get pretty hot again. Yeah, for the holiday weekend, just in time for swimming. You know, that's the official start of swimming. <laughs> okay. Well, I noticed they also threw a bunch of rain in for this weekend. Now you have rain now. Yeah. I, I don't really. Yeah. So now we've got conflicting now weather we have reports. Conflicting oh, weather. Geez. Why is it got to? It should be perfect. Every holiday weekend should just be perfect. It should be for three solid days. It should four, absolutely actually. be not a cloud in the sky. No. Perfect weather. No wailing winds. No. Should just be perfect. The smell of barbecue wafting through your neighborhood. Yeah. And chlorine from swimming. <laughs> yeah, from swimming. Because <laughs> you're out there swimming. Yeah. Yeah. You're out there swimming. <laughs> Big old uh, swimming hole. <laughs> In your Speedo. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and walking around with your shirt wrapped around your waist. Yes. Yeah, you know, that's... <laughs> yes. Gas prices... <laughs> oh, my. Gas prices... <laughs> <laughs> remained another record high across the U.S. on Monday, continuing eight weeks... Oh, no, I'm sorry, a weeks-long <laughs> string of daily price records. It seems that it's been like eight weeks, hasn't it? I mean, the national average now is four fifty nine six per gallon. Now, who does the 59.6? See, we're nine. You round it off at nine. Okay, I don't right. get that. I don't either. Meanwhile, President Biden... Raises incredible transition away from fossil fuels. When it comes to the gas prices, uh, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that God willing, when it's over, will be stronger and the world will be stronger and less relying on fossil fuels when this is over. You see what Europe is doing relative to the importation of Russian gas. You see what, anyway, I won't go through it all, but, uh, and what I've been able to do to keep it from getting even worse, and it's bad. The price of gas at the pump is something I told you, heard me say before, would be a matter of great discussion at my kitchen table when I was a kid growing up. It's affecting a lot of families. What? And? What? <laughs> um, little, little Joe, <laughs> would you like a pork chop and what about oil? <laughs> what about the price of oil, huh? My goodness, gas is a nickel a gallon now. If it gets to be a dime, <laughs> we're walking. Is that what it was like? You know, it's just really that statement doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Okay, it's <laughs> right now. Yeah, I. You know, I have no problem 
trying to get away from fossil fuel. I, you know, I don't. You know, if, if, if it means for a cleaner environment and, you know, great. Right. But why do we got to suffer right now? Gasoline's up 20 cents in 12 days. Every day is a new all-time record. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we were told we were going to get, even though it was, a, what, a million barrels more a day, which would be, what, maybe serve Indianapolis, you know, motorists. Sure. <clears throat> I don't know. Alaska, they posted the biggest one-week price increase at 31 cents. Jeez. Followed by Michigan, Indiana, mm. and New York, 18 cents each. 18 cents. It's uh, just unbelievable. And uh, no wonder why Matthew and I are always on fumes. You're waiting for that next deal. Surely it'll fall two or three cents by tomorrow, won't surely, it? Surely it will. <laughs> you think you're getting a bargain now if you can find it for less than four fifty. <sighs> three fifty, I guess. Mm. Not four fifty yet. But don't forget. Union 76 stations are preparing for double digit. Yeah. Yeah. Cost per gallon. Yeah. 10 bucks or more. Come on. Come on, man. And I did I just don't think and it's great that we're starting to see more electric vehicles and so forth, you know, I have no problem with that. But you're not ready. No. You don't have no. enough locations to charge. You the don't infrastructure have, isn't yeah, there yet. It's, it's just, just not ready. It's just not there yet. I'd go so far as to say that the technology isn't there yet, yeah. to be honest. I mean, it's close. It's super close. And really, if you if you have an electric car that you just sort of use around town, maybe drive an hour back and forth somewhere, probably. Pretty convenient, you know, really, right. if you do that. But for long travel no. and uh, so forth. You know, I've... Speaking of which, uh, have you rode a scooter yet? No, I haven't. Okay. I guess the rules must be you can leave them wherever you leave them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's someone that goes and gets them. Yeah. That'd be a good gig, scooter retriever. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, and you know me, you know, I'm, I'm a guy that thinks the worst because the worst generally happens. Okay. Yeah. All right. I wonder how many of the fleet is missing in the first week or so. They're all geo like they're all geotagged. So still. if you steal, they're going. Then mean you. Well, stop. <laughs> I just had this conversation with my son. Okay. Well, what if you picked it up and you chucked it? And it's like no. Well, you're not supposed to do that. Don't but you know it's going to happen. You know. Well, I don't know, man. I don't now, know. Now I don't told, know. Somebody told me they saw a guy carrying one. Okay. <laughs> And I think the plan was the guy was going to take it to his place. Again, this guy probably has no idea they know where it is. Right. You know, now what's the penalty? What's the penalty for taking a scooter? Is there a penalty? Well, it's theft. I mean. (laughs) I just wanted to experiment and see how it worked. (laughs) I don't know. Right. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an A-sayer. I just, you know, I just, uh, I, I'm just wondering how many of the, the fleet has uh, had some sort of incident. 
Okay, we'll just say that. Right. I don't know. And the fleet's supposed to be growing. Yeah. It's a 70, I think. Yeah. We saw them yesterday when we had our big lunch. Yeah. Lunch with Jimmy. Yeah. We should have taken a spin then. That could have been our chance to go out there. <laughs> I don't know how long it takes to get on board. You know what you got to do. You know, sure. you know me and phone skills. Oh, I know. You know. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm sure you have to have an app. There's an app involved, yeah. and you got to put your credit you know, card info in, and yeah. you're out yeah. by that point. <laughs> It's you just a, want to feed dollars into it. You just, <laughs> why are they have a big gut in them yes. where they hold quarters? <laughs> just like a gumball machine. That's what we need. We yeah. need them to be like traveling little money haulers. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong then? And you'll see them busted along the street. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong then? Uh, <laughs> It sounds more convenient, though. I'm only going to pay a dollar. <laughs> I think it takes a dollar to even activate it, doesn't it? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's, we'll have to keep learning more and discovering more about our scooters. All right, more tidbits are coming right up. This is Tidbits. <laughs> back with tidbits on a tuesday don't forget monday we will have the uh, the day off from this program so plan accordingly you may go through withdrawal on memorial day monday someday what we should do what we should do okay. all right someday down the road all right all right we should do a a separate podcast that's nothing but you and i reminiscing <laughs> right of our careers. Of our careers together, doing yeah. this show, working in this building. It should just be nothing but you and I reminiscing. That could be a very long podcast. Well, it would be several episodes. Okay. Kind of a sidebar yeah. on days. Yeah. Part two. It'd be done for my kitchen table, of course. <laughs> Which went so smoothly for Christmas. It did. <laughs> I was never even offered a beverage. Dang. <laughs> he didn't bother to bring any. <laughs> we'll see. You know, maybe we can do that. Right. Okay. I kind of think we need to both not be around anymore for that to happen. Yeah. Because, you know, we've got... <laughs> We, we know too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's something to think about. Okay. Now, I want you to imagine this. A new report found that during the first two years of the pandemic, a new billionaire was created every 30 hours, with a total of 573 of the world's richest becoming billionaires during that time frame. A billionaire every 30 hours? Yeah. Wow. We, of course, missed that cycle. We absolutely did. On the flip side, researchers expect a million people to fall into extreme poverty every 33 hours. Mm. So the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, as they always say. Is that what it is? Yeah. 
The astonishing rate that people the world over are set to fall into extreme poverty is due to the rapidly rising costs of living, including everything from the cost of energy to the cost of food. We're all enduring it. Yeah. Meanwhile, the billionaires who control these assets will profit even more. Hundreds of millions could be priced out of staying alive. Staying alive. Ha, 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 ha. Staying alive. (sighs) The world's 2,668 billionaires, that's how many there are, Mm. own $12.7 trillion of the planet's wealth, with the world's 10 richest men owning more than the poorest 3.1 billion people on Earth. Now, these figures are staggering. They are absolutely staggering. And again, I should have jumped in oil when it was down to three bucks a barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could still get gold. Monkeypox, that's in the news now. Mm -hmm. Got a story on monkeypox. World Health Network epidemiologist Dr. Eric Feigelding says monkeypox may be less transmittable than COVID, but the virus is exploding. I would say it is less transmissible than COVID right now, but the issue is that nobody has immunity. We're at square one, like basically nobody under age 45, uh, age 50, and those who previously got the smallpox uh, vaccine you know, 50 years ago, I don't know how much immunity you really have, but most of the general public under age 50 have no immunity and it's transmissible. And some some people debate whether it's airborne or not. But, you know, the issue is the cases are exploding. It's, it's, for example, in the UK, last Friday, they had 20 total cases, total. Just today, they announced 36 more. That's more than double um, in terms of cases now to up to 56 so that's a huge spike. And Portugal alone, tiny country of Portugal alone, has over 100 cases. This is really, really worrisome in terms of how explosive. All right. Now, we'll hear from the doctor again here in a moment. During the briefing, experts warned many of the recent patients had invex- infectious skin lesions in the genital area, which could be mistaken for a bad case of herpes. All right. The doctor... Dr. Deng says he hopes Americans wake up to masking. In certain ways, I hope Americans truly wake up that maybe masking might be a good idea. You might get, you know, bonus of protecting you from both, uh, um, you know, the coronavirus and other you know, infectious diseases like potentially monkeypox uh, as well. But the incubation time of this is much longer. Like COVID is like three to four or five days. But this one, it's around 10 to 12 days and up to 21 days. So so, so by the time you notice it, it's, it's much further along and it could have potentially transmitted much more. I don't know. It's always something. Wow. Monkey pox. <sighs> now in the news, I, uh, it says... America now has one confirmed and four suspected cases. This uh, originates in West Africa. It's where the global outbreak started, all in men and linked to the international travel. Globally, there are more than 100 cases, mostly in Europe. 
But um, I don't know if I, you know, every time I go to the doctor and they ask if you had this, had this, had that. Yeah. I don't know. My mom knew all that. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, shouldn't there be like when you're 18, there's a formal address concerning your records, your permanent health records get handed to you. You would think so. <laughs> yeah. Here's a list of all the things. Because <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. really don't. I don't know if I had a chicken pox. You know, well. Uh, you know if you had chicken pox? I don't remember. I feel I, like you'd remember that. I, I just don't. It's pretty traumatizing. Is it? Yeah. Well, I guess I didn't. Because you're covered in red sores all over and the edge. Did you have itch. them? Oh, yeah. I had it. Now you've got a, a chance at getting shingles, because <laughs> that's you know they, they yeah. that's on TV yeah. So hopefully, because I don't remember ever having them. So I had measles, mumps, I think you know, but uh, I don't know. Mom was my you know my Rolodex back then. She tell you <laughs> yeah. Here's a flight attendant that explains why you shouldn't use the toilet paper on an airplane. Um, use a tissue paper as opposed to the toilet paper, and here's why. When turbulence hits, and little boys and girls, well, little boys who are pointing and shooting, they kind of like, you know, point and shoot everywhere, and so that usually ends up, <laughs> that usually ends up on the toilet paper. <laughs> it's kind of like trying to do that on a bus. <sighs> yeah. Even on the train. Yeah. <laughs> It's just uh, you know. Are you, what, are you supposed to bring your own? Like, what do you do? Oh no, you uh, you don't use the uh, toilet paper. You use tissue paper, which should also be in the restroom. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, I've been in restrooms where nobody cares about what they did anywhere. Sure. Okay, they just do it because they want to. She added that the tissue towels were better to use as they're placed higher up and less likely to be splashed. Now. If Lou Alcinder's on your flight. <laughs> Lou Alcinder. <laughs> Isn't that his name? <laughs> um, who is that? That's Is that Kareem? Yeah. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I live uh, in the modern era. Yes, you do. So, <laughs> so be on the lookout if Lou Alcinder's Lou Alcindor. On, on, your, on your plane. Because, you know, he'll be a little higher up. No. Okay. <laughs> Now, when you guys go to, because you guys go down to Florida to Epcot and stuff like that. Sure. Here's a woman that lost her watch on a ride at Epcot last month. It cost her more than 40 grand. Yeah, I saw this story. She was fidgeting with her Apple Watch while she rode the Seas with Nemo and Friends attraction. (laughs) The ride was in an elevated position when the watch popped off her wrist. The Apple Hermes watch worth 1300 fell through the grated floor on the ride. The woman could see that watch, but it was just out of reach while she was stuck on the ride. Hmm. Her husband jumped off the moving ride to try and retrieve it. You can't do that. Not recommended. You can't do that. Operators then stopped the ride, and a cast member came over and reminded the woman and her husband they weren't allowed to get off. Yeah, you can't do that. (laughs) The cast member, (laughs) maybe it was Nemo himself, assured them she could see the watch too and Disney would return it to them at their hotel. 
The woman had several credit cards linked to that watch, including an American Express card with an unlimited credit line. <laughs> she filed an incident report with Disney to see if anyone had retrieved the fallen watch. She went back later and no one had turned it in. Then came the fraud alerts. She was told that she had several fraud alerts through the course of the day on her Amex card. $40,000 worth of fraudulent charges. Nemo had a heyday. <laughs> the, yeah. The woman said she shut down the credit cards attached to the missing watch. She wanted to prosecute whoever rang up the charges and contacted police to report the grand theft. Disney security was also notified, but again, a bad result on a fun trip. It's supposed to be fun. And uh, look at that. Unlimited credit on there. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to even think where this would because I've ridden this ride before okay. and I'm I'm not even sure where this would happen. So I mean, it, it, that tells me it had to be someone that worked there. Yeah, saw it, you, got you, it. You got to believe that, and yeah. then they have of, access to it. Yeah. yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah, but but that happens. I know. Now for you, you know, for me, I'd probably lose my swatch. Your okay. swatch. <laughs> And I, I'd be very concerned, mm-hmm. but um, I've lost cub hats, you know, flying off my head. My favorite cub hat, you know, it's a fitted cap. I yeah. lost it. Oh, no. It was the road cap. Oh, no. <clears throat> Where yeah. at? Oh, we're at. Where'd you lose it? I was riding the train. <laughs> Flopped off my head. <laughs> I was hoboing it to... Why did you... Hang off the side to see where you're. <laughs> doing, doing. <laughs> Scrape by tree branches. <laughs> yes. By the way, before we leave, uh, quarterback Nick Foles will be a part of the Colts. Yeah, I saw that. He's uh, going to be a backup to um, Matt, Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah, so that's a couple of decent named quarterbacks you got on a squad. Yeah. Nick Foles was a backup to Carson Wentz back yeah. in the day. And they won the Super Bowl. Basically, with, them, yeah. with Frank Reich. Well, they should be, oh, they <laughs> they should should be unbeatable. <laughs> <laughs> Just all that combined. Yeah. They should be unstoppable. Okay. It's the new Patriots. <laughs> you know, I saw something on uh, their coach the other day. He has yet to lose 100 games with New England. I'm not surprised. 99. He's lost 99. 260-something and 99. Yeah. That's phenomenal. It is. Oh. It is. For as long as he's been around? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So there you go, Matt. Some tidbits. We'll do it again tomorrow. Okay. On a hump day. Ooh. And we'll see if the weather forecast for the weekend changes yet again. That's true. All right. It's funny. Yesterday, I thought, <laughs> I thought they're going to mess around. They're going to change this forecast, and it's going to be what they originally called. Yeah which was sunny and beautiful. All right, so let's see if that does happen as we continue through the week. Have a good one. You too. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.